Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. And welcome back to another exciting episode of T.O. Interiors. Alicia, today we are joined by a special guest, Ray Norman, herbal native. I know. So fabulous. Yes. So we're going to talk to Ray in a moment. But before we get to that, ladies, you know I need to know what you're sipping on. Alicia, what you sipping on, girl? I am sipping on something very wonderful from ours truly, Ray at the Blissful Blend. So I have Blissful Mint today. Mint always gives me like a little spurt of energy and I've been needing a little spurt lately. I've been kind of dragging a lot, a lot of stuff going on. So I've got my peppermint, my echinacea, the juniper berries, and it's a pretty tea, but it's also a very energizing tea. Very nice. So last week, that's what I had. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This week, you have what I had. I have what you had. The ginger is awesome. Juniper. Breeze. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. Love it. Love it. I told you. Let's find out what Ray's sipping on. Ray, what you sipping on, girl? You know what? This morning, I got a little late start. So got to be honest with you. I am drinking water this morning. Okay. Getting my H2O up. Normally, that's how I start my morning, just to kind of jumpstart everything in my body and you know, get it going. And then I'll kind of come downstairs, either make myself a cup of tea, believe it or not. I love hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's generally how I start my morning. So I'm sipping water, getting that H2 in me first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Good. So let's get into today's topic. Okay. Today we're talking about herbs and wellness. And how can we use these things to create a home that supports you and your lifestyle? Let me reintroduce our guest again, Ray Norman from Blissful Blends. Thank you so much, Ray, for joining us. Yes, thank you both so much for having me today. I really appreciate this. You have no idea. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. We really appreciate having you on. Now, your story is so interesting. So back in 2018, you started this company because your mom had endometrial cancer. May I ask how your mom's doing today? Yes, I appreciate you asking. She's doing great today. She just went to the doctor maybe about three weeks ago, and she is still on the up and up. Because, you know, after you have cancer, you come back, I believe it's like three months or six months, then a year. So she's on her annual checkups with regards to that. So it's working out pretty well for her. So thank you so much for asking. Awesome. So you started the company because you wanted to try to help heal your mom's body. Can you tell us a little more about that? And what else did you do to help support her recovery? Mm -hmm. So in my initial beginning, a lot of the herbs and things like that, I was kind of playing around either with myself because I too was on birth control pills. And what I discovered over the years is that even in my 30s and my 40s, like, hey, you still have to detox medicine out of your system, you know? So when my mom was diagnosed with endometrial cancer, I was thinking like, you know, wow, this is interesting. She decided to choose the Western method. She went through chemo. You know, I wasn't really thrilled about that, but of course I had to accept her decision. 
with that. But in the midst of her going through that process, I just did a lot of research. And the research that I came up with had a lot to do with women who had breast cancer. You'll hear a woman who gets breast cancer and all of a sudden it goes into remission after she gets the chemo. And maybe about four, five years later, it comes back with a vengeance. Yeah. Right? So the reason it comes back with a vengeance like that is because, you know, chemo kills good cells and it also kills bad cells. But at the same time, no doctor tells us to detox that chemo out of our system. So that stuff still remains in your system and is still doing damage to your organs. So that was the research that I had come up with. And then I was like, well, hey, since she's doing the Western method, let me try to implement some herbal medicine that can help cleanse my mom on a more natural level. So that actually, it helped her. You know, my mom's a baby boomer. So, you know, she's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not into the teas. I'm, I'm not into this. I'm not doing that. It doesn't taste good. So we went the, through all those various channels. To be honest, it was a, a bit of a pain, but your parents are your parents. All you can do is just support them the best way you know how. And exactly. eventually she ended up like coming around. You know, I was like, oh, okay. You know, it's a hard thing to see your parents sit when she's been so strong and she's been this, just this amazing woman in your life. And now you get to see her at her weakness. So when I implemented the herbs, like I said, it helped. I did my research. Um, the first herb I started with was dandelion root, believe it or not. You don't need a whole host of herbs. Like dandelion just has like so many benefits as far as like detoxing, as far as like adding vitamins and nutrients that our bodies need. So I kind of started with that and then kind of did a building component with that, you know, just building blocks. And Blissful Blends was born. You know, it just kind of took off. So I basically just used my kitchen as my lab. Mm -hmm. And I still do, you know, and that's really what I want to encourage all of us to do is to work from your kitchen. Everything we need is in the kitchen. Not to say that you don't need Western medicine, but just a combination. I'm all about doing stuff in balance, in moderation. I actually saw something talking about the Roundup that we use to kill weeds. And yeah. the picture is of two dandelions. And it's like, wow, why would they be encouraging us to kill the dandelions? Number one, I'm a flower person. I think they're pretty, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I saw something where you can pick the flowers and mm -hmm. steep them like you would make a tea. And it had medicinal properties. Can you explain, if you know, a little bit about whether or not that is something we need to do? Because I want to run out and do it right away. Or if we need to be going to, you know, organic, you know, special places to buy the root versus the dandelion heads or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When it comes to flowers, you can definitely like pick a dandelion flower, clean it off, wash it off, of course. And you can put that in a pot of water and just steep it. Just boil it for a little bit, let it go. And then you can strain it and then you can enjoy it just like that. Now, when it comes to the root, of course, I generally go to a tea shop or, you know, order wholesale or whatever the case may be and do the root like that. Now, anytime you have a root, it takes a lot longer to get those properties out. You know, a lot of times you just want to allow that tea to steep longer than you would an actual flower, okay. if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yes, it okay. does. Thank okay. you. Because a flower, you can steep for probably about five minutes and you'll be yes. good. But when it okay. comes to a root, you want to do that overnight. If you do it overnight, 
Alicia, the, the more potent that tea will become. Or you can even do something called a decoction method. And that's when you put the roots in a pot and you just let it boil. You could keep adding water, but you just keep letting it go slow, roll, you know? And when you drink it, you'll feel it. You'll feel it. It'll be wow. pulling all kinds of stuff out of you. In the wow. beginning, I wasn't really sure how to go about that process. So I just kept knocking back teas. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't feeling that great. And that's because I wasn't drinking as much water as I needed while doing that process. And that's another thing. Everybody talks about detoxing, but no one also talks about what it is you need to be putting into your body during that process, which mm -hmm. is drinking a lot of water, just making sure you're flushing the system. So, so my question, if you were to take a dandelion from, let's say, your yard, you know, in my neighborhood, a lot of people have landscapers and I'm looking outside to see if I see any dandelions, but I don't. So I'm thinking while they all say that they don't use chemicals because, you know, we don't want chemicals in our yard. They're using something because I have no dandelions. When I was a kid, my yard was full of dandelions because yes. my dad just mowed the lawn and that was it. He didn't put seed down. He didn't put that white stuff down. He didn't do anything, you know, which I think is baking soda. He just mowed the lawn and called it a day. And it was fine. And I'd go out there and I'd pick the dandelions and I used to pick off the flowers. I had no idea what it was, you know. Right. Me either. And then back then everyone said, oh, it's, you know, it's a weed and you got to pull it out your yard. But I remember there was this woman in our neighborhood that was, you know, different from us. And she would pick people's dandelions. She looked like a health nut. I'm older. She was a health nut, basically. But she was hip to something that we didn't know at the time. You know what I mean? So we look at them like they were crazy. Like, what the heck is such and such doing out there? Get out of my yard. But she was probably building her own pharmacy. She already had her own pharmacy. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of things we're not prone to. And especially as people of color. I think what during the information age, a lot of information is getting out. So people are learning alternative ways to take care of themselves and just learning how to take their power back. So I agree with you, too. I used to see a lot of dandelions as a kid. And now you barely see any dandelions. You barely see a lot of bugs. So it's a lot going on in the world that we don't necessarily know what's going on behind closed doors. What's mm -hmm. weird, when you say bugs, I see no more grasshoppers. And I was a kid, we used to like to play with the grasshoppers and the praying mantis. You know, so like just lightning bug. Out. Yeah, I haven't seen a lightning bug in about 10 years. It's crazy. Hey, it needs to move down here. I see all that. I had a praying mantis. I showed you pictures. One time I took a picture. I had this huge praying mantis outside of my house, like on my windowsill. And it was just perched there for days. And yep. I was scared as heck, like, what does this mean? Who is why? Who is this praying mantis? Like, is this my dad coming back to see me? Like, it was just there. I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it because I know you don't kill those things because you don't need to. But it was the largest praying mantis I had ever seen. I also just want to encourage everyone to work on getting their tea pharmacy. I challenge everyone to that. A tea pharmacy is very important. You don't have to have these fancy teas. You don't have to have this fancy teacup or whatever. No, no, start with one herb and then build upon that and just sure. watch it grow. It's the most beautiful thing you'll ever see. Oh, wow. I promise you. Everybody has a cupboard full of medicine, a leaf, Motrin, all these other things. Get yourself some dandelion root. Get yourself some sarsaparilla root. 
Get yourself some of these things and you don't have to have a huge mason jar like I do. Just start small. Start somewhere. I challenge everyone to do that. I accept that challenge. I'm, I'm going to start on it. Yes. <laughs> you know? But I actually want to talk about what did you do as far as your mom's environment to keep her comfortable while she was going through the chemo and all the treatment? to cure her cancer. How did you support her at home? You know, her home environment was just about the same. You know, my mom is just a real chill, mellow kind of young lady. She loves her music. She loves her teas. Just making sure that she had what she needed and just me supporting her from an emotional, spiritual, and physical place, right? I was the one who was going to all the appointments with my mom. I'm very lucky that I had a job that allowed me to do that. Right. Whereas my other dad, as I affectionately love to call him, he was there with my mom during those nights. OK, you know, when she wasn't feeling well, when she was sick, when she was wheezy. So to be honest and transparent, I wasn't with my mom during those moments. It's kind of like we had shifts. You know, I would check on my mom during the day, make sure she was good, make sure she had everything she needed. I would make teas for her in mason jars. I would drop them off to her along with sea moss, if she needed me to make her anything, I would definitely do that for her. But for the most part, I'm lucky. She was very self-sufficient. And again, she's a baby boomer. You know how some of them are. I can do it. I still got it. I'm like, okay, ma, you know, if you still got it, no, no worries, no problem. It got to the point too, even when we were going to the doctor, to where her doctor would ask me questions like, are you a nurse? And then I would think to myself like, am I a nurse? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a nurse. Yep. My mom's mm -hmm. sick. I became a nurse. You understand? Mm -hmm. When your loved one is sick, you'll find a way to help them in any way possible. That's Even right. Even if it's with a cup of tea. Do you understand? Yes. It's not all, not all about money. It's just a lot of us just need that support and that guidance. Yeah. And to remind each other like, hey, you really don't have to go this way if you don't want to. If you want to go the Western route, that's great. If you don't, maybe we could get a second opinion. Mm -hmm. But like I said, she decided to go that route and I supported her through that process. Mm -hmm. so it worked out. We all have a clock over our heads. So I don't take that for granted. Any moment I get to spend with her, that's great. Even if I run to Costco, what you doing? You available? Ride with me. We go, yeah. we laugh, we joke, get what we need, and then we come back. You know? So that's basically how it's been going. A lot of other people, they don't get that opportunity. You know, sometimes you're walking into a hospital with your loved one. Everyone's not walking out with them. That is correct. You understand? My little mm -hmm. brother just lost his mother last week. Mm -hmm. The same hospital. It's like you just, you never know. Mm -hmm. You never know. So I, I don't take any moment for granted. I just want to make sure my mom's good. She's settled. She's comfortable. She has a sense of peace over her. I can't ask for anything more, you know? So we are, as you probably know, all about a very mindful and spiritual consciousness as we share what we know with our audience. We try to remain very cognizant of how our environment, both from the perspective of what we put in our bodies and how we prepare foods in our homes. I always have fresh herbs in my house and 
a lot of family joke about how I so very effortlessly just go pick some basil and go out into the sunroom, which I'm in right now, and go get some fresh mint, which all year I have growing in my house. And they're just like, you're just such a little black Martha Stewart. I'm like, no, I'm not Martha Stewart. I'm Alicia. I'm Alicia. Okay, that's right. Don't let them jokes about you like that, Alicia. We're interior designers. It's not so much just about furniture and finishes. It's how you live in your home, how your home supports you. So what I really want to talk to you about is if you could share a little insight on how you live in your home. What is your home environment? So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. So home decor means a lot to both me and my mom. Okay. My mom's huge on home decor. I've told her many a times like, oh, you should have been an interior designer, you know, but she just doesn't have the patience for it. I'm into making sure that my home is cozy. I am a cozy kind of girl. I love candles. I love incense. Mm -hmm. I have a meditation room that I use, even though sometimes I'm, I'm down in the basement, but I have a room that I've painted stripes on the walls. I have an altar dedicated to my ancestors who have passed on mm-hmm. with plants in them. Mm-hmm. You know, I also have plants in my living room as well because I realized the importance of oxygen and clean air within the home as well. And mm-hmm. I love this beautiful plant that you also have sitting behind you. It's beautiful. It's, it's gotten so big. I got to repot it, but go I, ahead. I love it. And I love the sunroom. So that's my hope moving forward. You know, in my next home, I'm like, I want a sunroom. But yeah. just cult- cultivating an environment that is peaceful, that is stress-free, where I have all the herbs and medicinal properties that I need to make anything. If I feel sick or ill, or even if I have friends or family who need those things, they could come to me. If I don't know the answer, I'll look it up for you. You know, okay. I'll ask other people because I don't know everything. I'm yeah. still on my own personal journey as well. And I'm just here to just help others along the way. But as far as the the home decor goes, very important. Because if it's Mm -hmm. chaos all over the place, then it's chaos within me as well, right? Mm -hmm. If you're sick or you're going through anything like that, that chaos lives within you and it can fester and allow whatever's going on within to grow. And that's something that we don't want. So like I said, my mom's big on music. I'm big on music. I have a record player in my meditation room. Got me a couple of old school records. Sometimes on the weekends, I'll go to a record store, which is located in College Park, Maryland, that I love, like a little CD depot. Look like a hole in the wall, but you go in there with $30, you might come out with two good records. You might come out at one. But for me, that helps me and just kind of levels the playing field when I'm inside the house. It's just so much chaos. It is. It really is. So you see your home as a nurturing space, a space to kind of recharge your batteries and to make you feel, it kind of just sets you set you in alignment and yes. gets you balanced again. It's like, it's a reset for me. It's a reset. I love it. It's a reset. Music is life to me. So yeah. it, it's a vibratory frequency, of course, depending on what music you decide to listen to that right. helps. And a lot of times, a lot of people are vibrating on low frequency. Amen. Yes. So, you got to play music. You got to do things that, that put you on a higher frequency, you know? Absolutely. And if, yeah, I'm sure you and Dee have many conversations, 
you two may have your own days. You know, I have my day. My girlfriend might be like, girl, listen to such and such. Well, I just sent you a song. Hit play. And I'm like, who is this? What is yeah. I love to listen to affirmation music. And yes. I listen to a lot of Tony Jones and Kristen T. I love those guys. Yeah, I like Abraham Hicks, too. Oh, I, yeah. We I, love like her. Les, I like Les Brown. Yeah. I love Dr. Miles Monroe. So these are people that I listen to on a day-to-day basis, too. Sometimes I'm not listening to music in my car. I'm actually listening to someone off of YouTube. Right. You know what I mean? But when I'm not, more than likely, I'm listening to some music. It has turned up pretty loud. Oh, and I'm in Ray, on your website, I know that you also provide consultation. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I offer consultations depending on how you are feeling. You know, you will call in. I'm working on a form, too, so you can complete just to kind of give me a brief overview of what's going on with the actual individual. You call in, we can set up just a tea that will help you along the way, depending on what your ailment is. So there are people who have reached out to me. I had a young lady reach out to me, Patrice, I'm gonna shout you out. She said that uh, she smoked, right? So she was interested in a tea that cleared her lungs. And I have a tea for that. But she loved peppermint and she loved a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I didn't have peppermint mixed in the blend. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take some of what she said, implement it with what I already have. And what actually ended up coming about is that I created a new tea blend just based off of some of her recommendations and things that she liked. So that can also go within the process of doing consultations as well. So now... Based off of what she said, now this is the new tea blend. And she told me that it helps with her smoker's cough. Wonderful. Yeah, I know she probably likes that peppermint because it reminds her of that menthol she's smoking them cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part, you know, those things like that. And a, a lot of moments, you know, I find myself thinking that I'm helping you all. But in most cases, you all are helping me, you know, and that is the joy of being in the line of service just to help others because it's just a circle of life. And it's all energy. The energy never dies. All it does right. is just, it transfers from person to person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm thankful for that. Absolutely. Exactly. Energy does transfer from yeah. person to person as well as home to home. You know, like you could walk into a house and feel the energy of that home. You yeah. could feel when someone has tension in the house. Isn't that weird how you could walk into a house yeah. and you feel that something just happened or... You could feel that there's a lot of love in that home. So I'm sure that's how your home feels. Probably very bright. It does. Yeah, you just got to be careful of the energy that you keep, you know. Sometimes when I come home, depending on how heavy I feel from outside, I'll sage, you know. Mm -hmm. I'll sage. I'll open a window, you know, let that energy out. Ask for good energy to come in. And just always just give thanks and just be grateful. Ray, you're wonderful. I really appreciate your energy. And I think that what you are doing is a a great service to mankind and to all of us. I believe we're all one. And I know that we're all vibrating at a really high frequency. I am so very, very appreciative of your love and kindness today and sharing that with us. Thank you so much for having me. And I feel the same, you know. 
it's it's it, a lot of times we think that this is it or this is what you're supposed to be doing and that might not be the case but you know having this podcast with you two today means a lot i really appreciate it i would have never thought if i didn't find you all about just tea and coupling that with interior design you know what i mean which is awesome you know thank you and i could only imagine with with both of you all spaces look like you know what I mean? I would like to share with your audiences three things. One is just, I like to empower people just to take their power back, right? We always go to the doctor. You know, we always trust someone wearing a white coat. But we have to remember, too, that they are always practicing medicine, you know, always to perfect it, always to get better. I'm not saying don't go because I definitely still go. But just learning how to take your power back and learning to take care of yourself before it gets to that place where you do have to see a physician. Like I stated in the beginning, at one point I was on birth control pills and I had made a decision to take myself off. You know, normally you wait to talk to your physician. You want to make sure this is okay. But it was something with that. It didn't feel good to me internally. So I like to tell people to just trust your intuition. Yeah. Not always what someone tells you. Right. If you feel some sort of dis-ease mm-hmm. in you, you know, trust that. You can go see about that, but you can also find alternative ways to handle that. That's right. And another thing I wanted to say was somebody told me this years ago, and I do my best just to stress this to everyone else. If you ever are faced with an ailment, make sure that you see your doctor first, right? Because we have the technology and everything that can let us know what's going on, how to go about it. Next, go see a herbalist. See what they say. See what they offer you, right? Lastly, go see a nutritionist. Because a lot of the things that we're faced with is based on what we eat. Eat. Yep. You know, what we eat, what we're exposed to, the air that we breathe, the water that you may be showering with. A lot of us forget that. The skin is the largest organ. Yep. Okay. So you can say, hey, I don't drink this water. But if you're bathing in it, what's the difference? You, you know what I mean? So I just like to leave you all with just those three things. Just empower yourself. You know, make sure you go see a doctor, see a herbalist, see a nutritionist. Come back, reconvene with yourself, be it family or friends, and make the decision that is best for you. And remember not to tell each other what the other person said, because that's for you to decide. Right. Everybody doesn't have to decide for you. Do you get what I'm saying? People just don't encourage us to do that. It's like, hey, this is what's wrong with you. This is what you need to do. You need to do it by X amount of time. And a lot of times you have time. But when you have somebody selling you a medicine where they're in a market to make money, that's the product that you're going to push. That's right. You know, so I just want to encourage us just just to take our power back. I wasn't always at this place. Trust me. Right. Took me a while to get here. So I just have to remember just to extend myself some grace and love along the way. And I, I just want to do the same for others. Well, number one, thank you for sharing that. That That's powerful. I do know that you're right. We're all at different stages as we evolve in this space and time. And I do know that you have to be very tuned in, plugged in, tapped in, right? You got to be all of that in order to be able to receive the information that's coming from all those sources. If you did check in with a nutritionist, then you talk to an herbalist, then you talk to your regular doctor in order to make a synergy, 
And to come to an analysis on that, like you said, don't share it with everybody, right? You really need to be in alignment. Um, But, and I appreciate you so much for saying that. The people who may not be all the way there yet, that's okay, right? Right. Because the information is still pertinent. Yep. Right? They may need to talk to other people and and toss it around a little bit because they may not be in the place where they can process it. Absolutely. I agree to that. And I and I have to be mindful of that. You know, I've done vending events where people will come to my table and a lot of people will bypass my table. You sure. know, they're, they're by everything else to make them feel good on the exterior. My goal mm-hmm. is to push for you to do things for yourself that makes you feel good inside on yeah. the interior. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, that's very, that's very important to me. If you're not good on the inside, screw everything else on the outside. It's not going to do anything for you, especially if you're not going to be here living to enjoy those moments. Mm-hmm. And I don't want us to always like, oh, my goodness, I'll, I'll get some tea when I'm not feeling well. It's not about when you're not feeling well. Okay. <laughs> it's about taking care of yourself along the journey so that right. you don't get to this place or it's not as severe when you get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want everyone to always remember that. What you believe deeply affects how things will work out for you. So when you talk about medicine and things like that, they have done so many studies on our brains and our biologies, and they found that if you believe that Tylenol or some other drug or an herb or something will heal you if you have a headache or something like that, then that medicine will work. If you believe that going to the doctor is what you need and you like truly believe it and you believe that going to the doctor is what's going to heal you or going to a herbalist is what's going to heal you then nine out of ten times it's actually going to work very true the second thing i wanted to mention is that we do live in a very image conscious society and i love how so many people are trying to change that fact by telling people It's okay. You don't have to so much worry about, you know, your vanity matrix when it comes to social media or, you know, when it comes to how you dress. You don't need the the top luxury brands. When it comes to your home, you don't have to do everything that you see on Instagram and Pinterest. These things are suggestions. They're looks that other people like. And of course, we, we have a world where we can share, share, share. So it does become overwhelming to some people. They get it misconstrued that they think that they need these looks, but they don't. They could just keep everything for inspiration. And like you said, it's more so important of how you feel because this is how those people feel. This is what makes them feel good. And that's what I want people to keep in mind. So totally. we do live in a very consumer heavy world. Well, and mostly in America, you know, other places, they're a little more laid back. They're not really worried about all this Oh, a quiet life. Oh, soft luxury or, you know, all these different terms that people are throwing around. That we're making that we're making up. (laughs) At the end of the day, it's become in alignment with yourself. Get in touch with who you are and what makes you feel good and understand that that's what makes other people feel good. Appreciate it. Love the fact that they have a different view than you and maybe see what you can learn from it. But don't take it so harshly and that's what I know right. a lot of people they'll say to me well what are other people doing and I'm like why do you care yeah right why do you care? it's your house 
adults people coming over. Like, right. I, I, I think they pay your mortgage. That right. might be the first question, right? Right. I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't give it too much energy. And I, I think that's the problem, too. We see and we're like, we want, but don't want what someone else has because that may not be for you in the first place. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just mind yours and just do what's best for you. And what is for you will always, always find you. That is so true. And, and that's perfect. Well, thank you so much, ladies. What an enlightening conversation. Yes. yes. Hope that our listeners enjoy this. And Ray, let them know where they can find. So, you know, you guys can reach out to me at Blissful Blends. That's B-L-E-N-Z on Instagram. If anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out via email. Hello at blissfulblends.com. I'm pretty much responsive. If you all have any questions or suggestions, I'm open to that as well. So that's where you all can reach me. It's sending you all positive vibes and high vibrations. Thank oh, you so much. I got you, sis. Okay. Receive. All right, ladies. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.